Tonight, pay to play. Is it time Doc introduced user pay charges for all Aotearoa's national parks, great walks and conservation estates, including for day trippers? At the moment, overnight adventurers pay to use huts, but for casual day hikers, access to these costly assets is free. A briefing to the Conservation Minister repeatedly sounds the alarm. Doc can't afford to maintain its assets. Visitor congestion is an issue and current fees don't reflect the cost of maintaining huts and tracks and it is time to consider more user charges and raising existing charges. Just this week, toilets close to capacity on the Mueller hut route on Aoraki Mount Cook forced Doc to close the track to day trippers. In response, a flood of you contacted Checkpoint to say user pays is the answer to funding conservation infrastructure. While joining us now is the Conservation Minister Tama Porta. Kia ora, Minister. Do you think everybody should have to pay to use our conservation assets? Uh, I really appreciate everyone going out and enjoying our conservation assets and exercising a bit of aroha and kaitiakitanga for our forests, uh, the birds and other things out on the beautiful, majestic estate that we have. Uh, and there are some serious costs that go with running uh, the conservation estate. Yeah, and Doc has said in its briefing to you that it can't afford to maintain the assets that it has. So what is the answer to that? Is it charging more people more to use those assets? Well, I think there are a variety of potential options in front of us, uh, and those options will be considered uh, over the coming uh, months and year or so as we assess how can we best look after and show the the conservation ethic but also the kaitiakitanga we need to look after 30% of New Zealand's land. So do you favour more user charges? Oh, I think it's important to assess all options. I don't have any uh, favourites at this stage. The only favourites are my children and my wife. Uh, But uh, looking after the conservation assets uh, is something that is very expensive for us as a country. So we have to carefully assess how we're going to fund that into the future. Government, your government is very concerned about balancing the books. Uh, Your Prime Minister, your leader, our Prime Minister, has said that the nation is in a fragile state. It sounds like the DOCA state is in a fragile situation too in terms of finances. So if it's not user pays, how will you fund preservation of those assets? Well, well, I think first and foremost, our environment is in a fragile state as well as our economy. Uh, And the environment that we own as a country is predominantly within the conservation state. So we have to be clear about what our role is as the government, uh, to look after uh, the conservation estate and the many pressing needs that go with that. There are different ways uh, that we can do that. There are different ways we can prioritise and generate revenue. And obviously user pays is one of those ways, but uh, that's something that I'll take a uh, uh, further What are the other ways, Minister? Forward. If there are a number of ways, what are the other ways? Well, as you'll be aware, uh, Lisa, that uh, there is uh, an international visitors levy uh, that is used uh, as people come through the country and out of the country, and that helps fund both tourism and conservation mahi that we do as a government and as a country. So that's only 35 bucks. Should it be more? Oh, that's something that we'll take advice on and we'll consider that as we go along. There are some uh, people from some countries like Australia, the Pacific Islands, that uh, are not uh, liable for that, for that, uh, for that fee essentially, as they depart the country, that levy. So what are you saying? You might expand it to other visitors? 
No, no. What I'm saying is that there are different ways in order in order to generate revenue to look after these grand and majestic places that we call our national parks and different lands uh, like reserves and stewardship land. That's what I'm saying. And we, we have to weigh up those different uh, ways of generating revenue to cover the expenses that are considerable to look after our beautiful places. There doesn't seem, well, the way you're talking to me, there doesn't seem to be much urgency, and that's not the impression I get from this 62-page briefing to you, Minister, which says our current visitor network is not sustainable. There is a need to consider options to right-size it, address congestion, and review when, where, and how much is charged. Decisions are needed on building a more sustainable funding model, including through user charging. Is This is just extracts from that doc um briefing to you. The cost of maintaining these ageing assets in a fit-for-purpose state for recreational use is being driven higher by the impacts of extreme weather events. Current prices and user charges do not reflect the full operating cost um, that DOC is facing. That sounds dire. Well, we do have some dire and fragile circumstances uh, that are confronting our conservation estate, the whenua, and also the moana uh, that is part of the conservation agreement. And what I'm really appreciative of is that there's uh, some significant and increasing awareness uh, of the precious nature of the estate and what we need to do in order to look after it. So uh, those are sorts of things that we'll, we'll continue to consider. And so so how, does Doc, how does DOC deal with its immediate funding pressures if you're considering this stuff over time in an unspecified well, amount of well, time? Well, we've been going through uh, the, uh, a... Um, a recalibration in the fiscal responsibility uh, space, and that's something that's been driven by our erstwhile and learned colleague, uh, Minister Willis. Uh, and uh, we, we will review those uh, pressures, the cost pressures, and also the increasing inflation and, and other matters that have really been um, concocted, seriously concocted in the last uh, three or four years. So 50% of dock huts are over 30 years old and they're costing more to maintain. Would you consider privatising those huts, contracting them out, let someone else deal with them, the upkeep, and they can administer the charges with some money going to dock? Yeah, I haven't formally considered that, but I'm sure that'll be one of the options that's available in order to right-size costs and um, costs and income. That's one option. Okay, so have you got any firm plan, Minister, or some firm ideas that you're pursuing in terms of funding? No, we we have some um, really clear priorities in what we're doing uh, with uh, the Department of Conservation, as we do with other agencies. And the the key message that came out of the campaign, the election, and over the last 100 days is to get the country back on track, starting with the economics, starting with the economy. And part of that requires people like myself to look into our departments and agencies that we're responsible for, making sure that we right-size or balance out uh, revenue and expenses. Right. So uh, there was a situation this week, Mueller Track. Um, Doc had to close it today, Trampers, because the loos were basically, you know, full of poo and about to overflow. Is that... Is that an acceptable situation? Look, I think that uh, there's a number of uh, difficult situations that are confronting toilets, not only on the Docker State, but through council and the central government, and those sorts of things that we are really concerned about. Um, but the things also that we've inherited over years of underinvestment in infrastructure, particularly by the most recent government. So is Docker a priority for you or not as a government? Well, it's definitely a priority for myself, uh, and I've, I've measured that. And As I've, a government, because uh, it's not just you, obviously, who controls the book, books, you need to get sign up further up the food chain. So uh, are you near the top of the list in the conservation estate? Well, I think the environment and the economy uh, sort of go uh, go together at times, and 
what we're really focusing on is making sure that the economy and the fiscal responsibility that was uh, absconded by uh, the more recent government uh, is right-sized and recalibrated. And that goes not only through the environment, but also uh, the Docker state, but also other portfolios that I hold. So you can't give me any firm ideas on how you will right-size and recalibrate, though? No, as I said earlier on in our court at all here today, Lisa, uh, there are various options that have been presented to me, and I'll continue to assess those uh, in, in advance of the budget. Appreciate your time, Minister. Thank you for that. That is Tama Portaka, who is the Conservation Minister.